0: Welcome back to Gaming Witty. Today's review cast will be of a game known as Garage. It released this past week on the Nintendo Switch. It is a top-down twin-stick shooter/slash survival horror game created by Tiny Build Games in conjunction with Zombie Dynamics. The game costs $14.99, and uh, just as a preface, uh, the review code was provided for, to me by Tiny Build Games. Um, the synopsis for the game is actually pretty simple. Uh, it's a bloody shooter in the style of an 80s B-movie. Uh, in the game, you play as a drug dealer named Butch. You awaken the trunk of a crashed car to find yourself trapped in an underground parking garage. Uh, what follows is a horrifying journey to uncover the mystery behind what happened in this garage while fighting off hordes of the undead along with some other horrifying creations. The premise of a garage is actually a relatively interesting one um, and it harkens back very much to the old school Shavaro horror games. Uh, For the good, and unfortunately also for the bad. Um, You know, the atmosphere of the game, I will say, to start to kick things off is really, really well done. It's a dark, ominous tone, and and the feel is prevalent throughout the entire game. Uh, You'll come across, you know, destroyed rooms, destroyed walls, things on fire, blood splatter everywhere, dead bodies, of course. Um, You name it, and you'll probably find it in garage. It's very much appealing to that old school horror aesthetic of an environment that is kind of disgusting and you don't want to be in and, you know, to elicit kind of those fears. You know, and I will say it works well to set the tone of the game and place you in an environment that you aren't meant to feel comfortable in. Um, And in that respect, obviously, it feels very much like the classic horror games of yesteryear. Uh, But of course, this time around from a top-down perspective. Um, you actually also find, you know, quite a few callbacks to some old horror games. I think, I don't really want to spoil too many of them, but one of the one that obviously, it immediately flashed forward to me when I saw it is they have like the, the classic, you know, Scene where they showcase the first zombie you run into. It's very much reminiscent of the first time you see a zombie in the first Resident Evil game. Uh, so very much that scene where you see from the back of the zombie and they're turning around sideways and boom, they scare you and start attacking. So it's kind of, it's cool to have those types of things. Um, and I feel like it, it does a relatively good job of kind of having those little flashback moments for you to kind of feel the connection, whether it be to 80s horror movies or to 80, or to like the old school horror video games, it's there. Um, as far as the story is concerned, it isn't much to write home about, uh, but it doesn't really get in the way of the overall game, which I don't really like to say that's a positive, but I think it is in this regards, especially for a horror game where you're really meant to feel tense and kind of uncomfortable just by the situation itself. Um, and of course, if you do want to learn more about the world and the lore, uh, then actually actual game does a pretty good job of, of providing that information via additional in-game TV screens uh, that have ads on them. Uh, as well as there's plenty of notes scattered around the environment, once again, hearkening back to the old-school style of Rising Will Silent Hill. You'd find notes, read about it, you know, learn about some of the characters who were living in this world, what they were doing, so on and so forth. So in that regards, it does a good job, and it's actually interesting to kind of learn more about this pretty much giant underground garage. Um, and of course, I will say the story, it does unfold and it does kind of take different types of directions. I don't really want to spoil it for those who are interested in in learning more. Um, It definitely is more, there's more to the game than just being a parking garage, Uh, and the game does go different places. Um, Once again, some of the places it goes are, you know, well-worn territory that's found in a lot of other games and a lot of other horror media. Uh, But it's done well enough, and I I think, uh, you know, they put some interesting spins on it here and there. Um, especially with some of the kind of one-off scenes that come up in the game that are also hearkening to other games that I'll talk about uh, in just a few. Um, But as far as, you know, gameplay is concerned, you start off the game just with your bare fists, you know, to fight off the undead, but you quickly get an axe, which of course is perfect for cutting off the heads of the undead, which oddly enough, you can actually kick the heads into these red mist grates and the game will just flash on a screen, goal, like you scored a soccer goal of weird but I guess it works in a way and of course you do get plenty of guns, pistols, shotguns, machine guns you name it, it's probably going to be in there um, and of course the combat itself, like I said earlier, it's a twin stick shooter type of game so you're basically you're moving with the left stick, you're aiming with the right stick. Uh, unfortunately the controls uh, in my opinion feel stiff and inaccurate and while I understand that this may have been intentional, you know it adds to the tension of it being a horror game uh, in my opinion it ends up being way more frustrating. I think it's a A very, very, very careful balance that you have to make in these types of games when you're trying to create that tension of the horror thing, but also provide, you know, that good shooting feel for a twin-stick shooter. And I just feel like they just missed it. Um, You know, this issue, you know, that comes up with the controls is is mainly a problem because most of the enemies um, are relatively quick. And it can be hard to take them out because the controls are not accurate and they just don't feel right, um, you know. And it, it's it becomes more of a frustration as opposed to a an aspect of the game that makes it feel tense and makes it feel horrific. Um, and it's unfortunate. Uh, and just compounding on that, the enemies being quick and you not being able to take him out quickly. Uh, the enemies themselves, they, t- they, they take off a lot of your health, even from a single hit. Uh, you know, This is not what I would call an easy game. It's not necessarily overly hard, as it's just not like in the Dark Souls levels of hard for a game is concerned, but it's a hard game insofar that you can die very quickly in this game, um, which is, you know once again, par for the course. But this aspect of the game, having the enemies be so quick, having the controls not being tight enough and inaccurate, and then being killed so quickly leads to a lot of trial and error uh, in many areas of the game, um, which can be good or bad depending on your playstyle and what you prefer. I will say as, as a caveat to that, you know, the checkpoint system in the game is fairly well done. So if you do die, you're not going to be dragged all the way back to the beginning of a level. So... That does, you know, mitigate some of the frustration, but it is still there. Uh, if, In my opinion, it's actually... One of the most persistent enemies in the game are rats, which I know is kind of weird, uh, but they are everywhere, they're kind of like zombie rats, and they are by far the most frustrating enemy in the entire game. Uh, it's not something I expected to be saying going into this game, uh, not that I want any enemy to be frustrating in any game, uh, but a rat who is just kind of an insignificant little rodent on the screen, Uh, they are extremely frustrating for two main reasons. Um, One, um, they are extremely fast, and they are very, very small on screen. Uh, And then two, the only way to kill them, or at least the only really, you know, 100% knowing that you're going to kill them way is to kick them slash stomp in them. Uh, And that is done with the shoulder button on your left-hand side. Uh, unfortunately, the kick stash stomp button is, in my opinion, very unresponsive. Uh, and aiming at the rats, who once again are very small on screen, it proves to be an act of pure frustration. Um, you know, the aiming is just, like I said, it just doesn't feel accurate. You, you turn a little bit and you try to kick him and you're not doing it, not doing it. And, and what's even worse than that is that those rats somehow do as much or more damage to you than some of the larger enemies in the game. So that just compounds the frustration, and they're everywhere, and you could be in a room right before a boss battle, get attacked by some rats, get into the boss battle, and then have no health kits left on you. Um, And for the most part, I will say during the boss battles, they put enough health items around the area, but it still ends up being more frustrating than it should be, and if anything, I'd say I probably died more from the rats in this game than any other enemy in the entire game. Um, So I mean, I think that's certainly something that can fix, but... It, it was frustrating and you know this is i know that i'm kind of i'm harping on a lot of these negative points and it's unfortunate but like these are the things that did come up while playing the game and, and i will say i did enjoy aspects of the gameplay i think there's some interesting things they do in the game um there's some interesting segments they do such as like a motorcycle segment although there's some issues with that as well which i'll we'll touch on in just a moment um And there's some cool, just like really cool environments to walk around in. And when you're not being swarmed by enemies, it it is kind of cool to be able to take them out and kind of calm yourself and and try to get it to aim perfectly and go. And and there are instances where it works. Unfortunately, there's far more instances where it doesn't work. Um, And of course, you know, these control issues are compounded by the game's, in my opinion, overly dark visuals. And, you know, while I understand that a game such as this is meant to evoke the old school horror survival style and is meant to be dark and foreboding. I just feel like it is more often than not way too dark. Um, I found myself constantly squinting at the screen to find out where to go next. Uh, You know, I'd be stuck in a room for a while because I couldn't actually physically see the doors on the wall to see where to go next. Um, And this issue, you know, persists in both handheld and TV mode. Uh, I tried out both and I tried out different settings to try to figure things out. Unfortunately, the game does not have any brightness settings, so there isn't a way to actually alleviate alleviate the issue from within the game. And, you know, it's not a deal breaker. Um, It's just something you'd have to get used to. I'd say definitely if you're going to play this game, I guess play in a pitch dark room where there's little to no light to try to minimize the issue of it being so dark. And it's certainly not, you know, it's not an indication that the entire game is very dark. It isn't. There's certainly a lot of areas we're going to go where maybe there's a giant fire that's lit up or there's some, like, neon signs or some other aspects to it. But, you know, it was unfortunately an issue. And I am a big horror game fan. I'm all for games being, like, very dark and making things hard to see. But at this level where you literally can't see where you're going and just kind of circling the room for a while or whatever the case would be, like it just, it becomes frustrating again. Um, and of course, you know, that, that is one aspect of the game that I I wish wasn't such an issue. And I know I mentioned earlier, there's a cool motorcycle section, uh, that section in particular, you know, I had to redo about 10 times solely because I couldn't physically see on the screen where I had to go. Uh, that's how dark it was. Um, and you know, it, I wouldn't say it ruins the game, but it's a shame that the game is so dark because many of the visuals and the artwork is actually really, really well done. Um, the game features some really fantastic pixel work for the environments, for the characters, for the enemy designs, um, you know, great details in, in those characters, uh, some good animation as well. Uh, I actually really love it when, in, in zombie games when you attack a zombie, if they're still alive, they're crawling on the floor. It just those little cool touches really work well, and they do that in this game. And even some of the boss fights and the boss battles, really well done animation, great character designs in many of them. Once again, they are reminiscent of other horror games out there, uh, but that's perfectly fine for the intent for what this game is intended to be. Um, and then even on top of that is actually some really cool segments and visual touches, such as scan lines, very much reminiscent of the 80s, you know, BHS-style uh, screens, uh, some psychedelic uh, sections, which are reminiscent of Hotline Miami, Um so there's many things that are, are pluses in the it It's just such a shame, in my opinion, that it's so dark that it just makes it so hard to actually see them and enjoy them for what they are. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, overall, I'd say Garage. It's an interesting game uh, whose premise and the settings are let down by the stiff and inaccurate controls and the overly dark visual palette. Um, I do believe the game is worth a look, especially if you're in the mood for a twin-stick survival horror game. Um, And I also do believe that many of the game's issues can be corrected with a patch, Uh, but we'll have to just wait and see if the developers decide to make any of those changes. Um, Of course, if you have any questions about the game, you know, certainly feel free to email me at oren at properwitty.com or shoot us over uh, on Twitter at Oren Galati or at properwitty. Happy to answer any and all of your questions. We'll certainly have many more review casts and actually quite a few podcasts lined up for this week. Uh, until then, have a wonderful week and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.